switch. Good evening. Good evening, board members, staff, students, parents, guardians, and all in the attendance. The school year is coming to an end with plenty of success and achieved goals from student and staff. Allow me to start by introducing the new student council office for the 2017-2018 year. Starting with our treasurer and historian, Emma Kelly, secretary, Kate Timmons, Vice President Kathleen Carter, and myself, Jude Debesh, as a president. We will be trying our hardest to work closely with our administrators to be the true voice of our student body. For our school news, IR have sent five students to Orlando, Florida to represent the state of Delaware in the PB BPA competition. Alexa Fitz was a national finalist, and David Clark got first place in the nation. Congratulations to them and all who attended. Our music department had a successful band and choir concert. Drama Club had their cabaret show to fundraise for their main play, The Great Gatsby, which will be held here in the Indian River High School Auditorium on May 26th and 27th. We invite you all to come. AP exam are finally wrapped up. Students and teachers are looking forward for results in July. IR had an outstanding spring sports season with boys tennis, girls tennis, and girls soccer getting Southern Division champions. For state tournaments, boys tennis have sent five of their boys to play in the state tournament. Softball will be playing Red Lions tomorrow at 4. And finally, girls soccer are going to play on Thursday against Tower Hill and Dover at 8. Wishing the best of luck for our athletes and coaches. Of course, I'm not going to forget the, to mention the highlight of the year. Students had a fantastic time at prom. Thankfully, everybody made it home safely. Last but not least, seniors are culminating their high school career with the awaited graduation moment on May 31st. We invite all of you to join our seniors in their memorable moment. It was my honor to speak to you tonight about all the achievement that Indian River High School students have or will accomplish. Thank you. So moved. Good evening. Uh, 
recognizing as well as some teachers. Uh, so it's going to take us a little bit of time to help go through this this evening. I'm going to present the first uh, recognition uh, award, and Jason McCready will then come up and he will call out the names of the Southernville Middle kids, and Mr. Bennett Mary will come and help us with the high school kids. So I want to take this opportunity to congratulate all of the students who are here this evening, also all of the adults and the students and the parents. Thank you. Our first award goes to a, a very special lady who got uh, a regional award a little bit earlier, and we're happy this year to have the middle school counselor of the year, Ms. Erin Crooks from Georgetown Middle. Thank you, Mr. Steele. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and Board of Education. It is my pleasure to help recognize some of Southernville Middle School's truly outstanding students this evening. Students, please come forward to be recognized when you hear your name called. Our first student to be recognized this evening is Bryn McCabe. Bryn is an eighth grade student at Southernville Middle School and has been named a Carson Scholar for the 2016-2017 school year. I would like to note that this is Brent's third consecutive time being named a Carson Scholar as she won this award in sixth and seventh grade. Congratulations, Brent.
Caitlin Johnson. SMS had three other students warranting recognition for their participation in these events, but as of last conversation, were unable to attend this evening due to scheduled conflict. I would, however, like to call their name, and if you are an attendance student, please come forward to be recognized. Donovan Roos.
that they had a finalist and a national champion, both in one year. So without further ado, I'd like to introduce Ms. Alexa Fitt, who is a national finalist in presentation management. And again, Mr. David Parker, who is a national champion in presentation management. <laughs> it's just another brick in the wall. They didn't mention location. 
we got a ton of them today, man. I'm insane. <laughs> That's all. First one, I think it was.
freshman this year. I do want to take just a second to also honor the New York High School wrestling team that took second place in the state division two. Um, also with that, congratulations goes to our coach Jeff Windish, who was uh, elected or selected as coach of the year, and the assistant coach of the year, Mr. Jacob Miller, who I believe is here, is going to accept these awards. Uh, also winning an honorary scholarship, Mr. Jared Arlett on our wrestling team. Uh, they taught honorary because he has accepted an appointment in the Naval Academy that he's going to attend. So, and finally, uh, in River High School was recognized as the top team GPA for the entire state of
thank you. I came here tonight to ask for God's guidance to this next term of year. This year's soon ending. But dear Lord, we come to you humbly tonight asking you to be with this board, be with each and every one that's in the Indian River School District. We ask you to bless them in a mighty and prayerful way. We know there's a lot of things on the agenda and we ask you to touch their hearts and their minds to guide the counseling the way that it should go, that they would make the right cut, the right decision, because our students, as the next members of the board, the next members to run our state, the next members to run our country, and they deserve all the honor and credit they can get in the way that they should go. The Bible says you bring a child up in the way it should go. It may fall away, but it will return. And Lord, your word says that you will never leave us or forsake us. You're in complete control of everything. So Lord, tonight we give it all to you and ask you to touch each and every one and bless each and every one in this room tonight in a mighty and powerful way. Give them the peace that surpasses all understanding. And we give you all the praise, glory, and honor. For tonight we ask it in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Amen. Amen. ladies and gentlemen of the Board of Education. Thank you for the opportunity to be here. One of my purposes tonight is to give a voice to the second, third, and fourth grade students in the immersion program at JMC Elementary School. The survey was given to 118 students with two questions. Number one, write three reasons why you like to be in the immersion program. Number two, would you like to be part of the immersion program all the way to high school? To the first question, 0.8% of the students said they don't like to be in the immersion program as they are frustrated at learning the language. Some of the reasons include, I don't understand the words when I have homework, I don't understand math. 99.1% of the students said they like to be part of the program. And some of the reasons include, you can learn two languages, you can travel, meet people, and learn more. You can teach English or Spanish to your family. You can translate stuff. You can get a good job traveling around the world. I can get a better education. There is more life. If you only speak English, there is less life. Another language is very good for your brain. Everybody is really cool and we get along. I will be smarter. I learn English stuff, but in Spanish. I want two classes in one day for I can learn more and my mom will be proud of me. To the second question, their answers um, include 93.2% 93, said yes. I would like to be part of the immersion program all the way through high school. 5% said no and 1.7% is not sure. My second purpose tonight is to speak from a neutral place about our immersion program. The Indian River School District Dimension Program is not perfect, but it, but it has shown success. It's not granted that a neighbor district is opening their own immersion program 
after observing what our students are able to do with both languages. We all could see what it, could, it would be like for our children if the immersion program starts to disappear. However, in the case that the program continues, it could benefit of more care and support. We could start creating conversations to envision a sustainable immersion program, to see where we need more support and how we could continue to strengthen each other's efforts. How could we continue to provide unique experiences in our classrooms? Experiences, experiences that the internet could never replicate. The test of life is not what, the, what we remember of school, but if we are prepared for change, if we are prepared for life, to be prepared for jobs that have not been invented, to use technologies that have not been invented, and to solve problems that we cannot anticipate today. We are the model for our future generations. Thank you. Good evening, my name is Ava Johnson. El programa de inmersión es muy importante para mí porque yo me benefico si puedo aprender un idioma y tener un buen trabajo cuando seas más grande. En mis clases yo he aprendido muchas cosas y también yo puedo usar el español para traducir a personas que necesitan mi ayuda. Puedo viajar a muchos lugares que hablan español y seguir aprendiendo a sus culturas, hacen amigos y hablar con ellos. Now I'm going to translate in English what I said. The Spanish immersion program is really important for me because it benefits me because I can learn a new language and I can have a good job when I get older. In my classes, I have learned a lot of things. Also, I use Spanish for translating for people that need my help. I can fly to a lot of places that talk Spanish, and I can keep learning there and get new friends that I can talk to. Thank you. Thank you, and good night. Good evening. Good evening, Superintendent Mark Steele and Inner River School District board members. We are here representing our staff from Georgetown Middle School. Henry Ford once said, coming together is a beginning, keeping together is progress, working together is success. Two years ago, Mr. David Hudson was named Georgetown Middle School's new assistant principal, which marked the beginning of our staff coming together. During the past two years, Mr. Hudson has worked closely under the leadership of our principal, Mr. Mike Williams 
and has helped our staff become cohesive once again after so many administrative changes have taken place in such a short amount of time. The GMS staff takes pride in working together to achieve success, and we truly believe that it is important to continue this cohesiveness by appointing Mr. Hudson as Mr. Williams' successor. So you may be asking yourself, why David Hudson? Why should we, the Indian River School District School Board, reconsider our decision? Why should we listen to the 85 staff members of Georgetown Middle School? Mr. David Hudson has shown strong leadership through his integrity here at GMS in just two short years. He has proven to be approachable, compassionate, confident, knowledgeable, and competent. When criticism and or recommendations are warranted, Mr. Hudson administers guidance to staff and students in a positive, constructive manner without being demeaning or belittling. He has also played a fundamental part in our excellent discipline record while enforcing positive behavior and providing students with consistent ex expectations on a daily basis. He therefore inspires everyone within the GMS community to work as a team and to be successful. In addition, with the diverse, unique population in our building, we need someone like Mr. Hudson at the helm. He has the ability to optimize the strengths of the staff as well as motivate and support each individual, whether an employee or student. With Mr. David Hudson as our leader, we will continue to maintain the high standards and quality of work here at GMS that Mr. Williams has worked so diligently to set and uphold. In closing, Mr. David Hudson being appointed as Georgetown Middle School's principal would provide a seamless transition along with the continuity for our staff, student body, and the families that we serve in our community. Please remember, this isn't about a game of chess, and GMS should not be used as the pawn. We are asking that you, the board, take in consideration what is best for our school. Please vote yes to appoint Mr. David Hudson as Georgetown Middle School's principal for the 2017-2008 school year. Sincerely, the Georgetown Middle School staff. I have copies of the letters. In the spring of 2013, my husband and I were preparing to build our dream home in a neighboring school district. When we received word that our son was accepted into the Spanish immersion program at East Millsboro, we immediately changed our plans. Bilingual education is our top priority, and from that point forward, we knew that the Indian River School District was where we belonged. My name is Dana Prober, and I have two sons involved, enrolled in the Spanish immersion program. As we meet here tonight, there are 120 rising kindergartners that do not know if there's a program for them next year. For the cost of two teachers, we can set these children on a course to improve problem solving, flexible thinking, higher test scores, and of course, the very marketable skill of learning the language itself. We have all seen the research. I'm not going to dwell on the research. And we now have five years of our own homegrown, impressive results. Are we really prepared to trade these 120 futures away? About 500 students are currently enrolled in this program across both elementary schools. In order to maintain continuity of this program, we need sustained investment. It is not acceptable to freeze the program for even one year. We will lose momentum, erode the staff infrastructure, and damage the goodwill built with the parents in the community. From my understanding, Indian River School District pays something around $350,000 annually to other districts and charter schools due to a net loss of students to school choice. That's $350,000.
Special programs such as Spanish Immersion help us hold on to our students. Expansion of the program through the higher grades would help Indian River School District retain the benefits achieved during those elementary school year years and mitigate the brain drain that happens in uh, middle school and high school. I will tell you that my oldest child attends Sussex Academy because at the time there was absolutely no compelling reason to keep her into the district. But the game has completely changed for my sons. The immersion program changes everything and I know I'm not alone. I propose that we find a way to look at the budget long term and work to greatly reduce our school choice deficit. Slashing programs will guarantee that IRSD will be paying more in the future as students flee, taking away even more precious resources. It is a vicious cycle. Families all over the United States view their public schools as a last resort. We do not want that to happen here. Let us help you figure out how to reduce costs without reducing programs. Let us advocate on behalf of the district to the governor. We need to see that these programs have your full support and then we will fight alongside you for the future of Indian River School District. Thank you. Good evening. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the time of the year where we review our community eligibility provision data. Uh, the data was collected on April 1st and uploaded to the DOE website. On your board docs, you will find two documents. The first is an Excel spreadsheet that shows the amount of money we would lose if we instituted community eligibility provision. The second is an email from the DOE School Nutrition Program Director stating, quote, it does not look financially viable for you to do CEP based on your current participation, end quote. Therefore, it is my recommendation we remain with the traditional claiming methods for our federal reimbursements in the school lunch and breakfast programs. This does require a motion and approval of the board. Make a motion. Aye. Thank you. Second. Aye.
So moved. Aye. No report tonight. Second.
Second. Second. Um, although we don't have much to say tonight, we do appreciate um, everything the board is doing uh, concerning the teachers and everybody being able to keep their jobs and, and, and what the board has uh, stood for um, moving forward with that. You guys have a lot of tough decisions um, on programs and, and things to do. Um, I just wish you guys all the luck in making the right decisions, especially for all the people that are out here that are concerned with everything. So good luck with everything you guys have to make decisions on. Thank you. So moved. Second. Um, part one is our um, revenue and expenditure report. 
Um, right now, we've received about 94% of the total revenue um, for the year. Um, we have two more months yet, all these two more months left. All these reports are as of April 30. Um, and of our discretionary revenue, that's the revenue that we can spend um, in any way we see fit, we've received 98, almost 99% of that. Total expenses for the year, um, we've spent 83% of our budget, and we are 83% through the year. So we're right on budget as far as expenses go. Um, Howard Tianis is at 68.5%, so they are a little under. Um, their budget, um, we did some changing in um, funding for salaries this year with Howard T. Ennis, and that made a difference in um, their local salaries being less, more of their salaries were charged to the state. Um, taxes, we've received 99% of what we had budgeted. Um, Previous months, I talked about the fact that we were running behind in tax revenue by about $500,000. Um, today, it dawned on me, we lowered our tax rate. So of course we would be receiving less um, tax money this year than last year. We lowered our rate by um, 11 cents, I believe, last year. So we really are running just about equal to what we had last year. Um, part two. We received um, year-to-date interest of $215,000. Um, we received revenue for the Ingram Pond property from the thinning of the woods of approximately $5,000 this last month. Um, the ILC budgets are running almost 88% of the budgeted amount at this point of the year. And our federal programs, we still have a balance of $4,381,000 left um, from the 2017 federal grants to spend. Um, at this point, we're about 67% of federal grants spent. Those grants cover more than one fiscal year, so that money will carry over into next year. Part three. Um, in there is the local allocation for construction funds for this year. Um, right now, we're sitting with approximately $373,000 that we had budgeted that we will not need to use to finish um, Georgetown Elementary project. Um, at this point, I want to give you a little update on um, construction in general. We have. Um, Finish the Georgetown Elementary project. There are a few invoices that need to be paid out on that project. Um, we are looking towards the um, Howard T. Ennis project in this next year. Um, we met with the um, PLUS committee and are awaiting their response to our um, meeting with them and have met with the architects to begin planning process. So we. Um, feel we will take the next year to plan. We probably won't break ground for at least a year on that. Um, our major cap, we have approximately $28,000 left of state funds. Um, as you know, we've used a lot of local funds towards these construction projects. 
So on, we're in the process of um, recoding those state funds to put the local funds back into our appropriations. Um, we had payments this month of $62,000 for major cap projects and change orders of um, a negative $2,400. And for our minor caps, our balance this year is $1,624,000. Again, that monies are good for three years, so that will carry over. And our total payments for last month for minor caps $44,440. If anybody has any questions on anything, feel free to. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's um, the grant is written um, during the summer of the previous year, so these funds were allocated for specific purposes. Um, there's an allocation at the district level, but then there's an allocation for each school. Um, it's used for supplemental positions, um, teaching positions, para positions in the schools. Um, it is used for um, technology. Um, I believe each school sets their own budget with the funds. Um, yes, so it can't be used for um, consumable supplies. You can't use it to buy copy paper or that type of thing. It has to be um, something that you have um, that's supplemental to what the district already offers, and you can't supplant. So you can't use it to pay for anything that you have previously paid for with state or local funds. I have, oh, I have one. Oh, oh, did you tell me, and I, I apologize if you sent it out because I don't have email now, but do I understand you to say Howard T. has been approved and we are waiting the project to break rain? We are. We've met with the PLUS committee in Dover, and they're the ones that approve the land that you're going to build the building on. So we have, we're waiting for their letter for approval, and we've met with the architects to begin planning what this school may look like. So this first year, we will probably get money from the state for planning purposes. Um, and then it would be next year before we would get funds to actually begin building. And we would make that a point of knowing that it's not, it does not have to go to referendum, that it is money that will come from the state. Yes, it's 100%. Because it's a special needs school, 100% of the funding comes from the state of Delaware. So moved.
So moved. moved. Aye. We also have to reuse the facility request first, not in place in the gym cafeteria and auditorium on August 14th through 17th by Highside Church. Uh, this is their uh, normal summer, pro summer program that they run their Bible school. Number two, the use of East Millsboro uh, outside only on July the 4th by the New Dimensions Family Ministry Church. And finally, number three, Southern Middle School uh, baseball field. So moved. Hello, my name is Kieran Probert. I'm in third grade at East Millsboro Elementary School. I've been in the Spanish Immersion Program since kindergarten. I'd like to tell you about a typical day. Yo me despierto y me voy a la sala. Yo desayuno cereales con leche. Me pongo los pantalones y la camisa. Abro la puerta con mi perito. Voy a puerta y me pongo la mochila a la espalda. Quiero la puerta. Cuando voy a la parada del autobús, veo Paige, Carly y Gage. Me, me gusta jugar con mis amigos mucho. Cuando subo al autobús, hay paradas hasta llegar al colegio. Cuando subo al autobús, mis amigos Gage y Paige se sientan y hablan de muchas cosas. Cuando estoy en la escuela, voy a mi clase de español, pero primero voy a la clase de inglés. En la clase de inglés está Miss Ancram y nos enseña inglés y lectura. En español tenemos a señorita Ruiz y que nos enseña lectura y en español y matemáticas. En almuerzo me siento con Carly, Lauren, Cheyenne y Ayla, quien cuenta historias de Superella. En el recreo juego con mis amigos durante 15 minutos. Ten tenemos especiales durante el día. Las especiales son arte, biblioteca, computadoras, música y gimnasia. Hacemos una especial cada día. Cuando termino con todo, vuelvo al autobús y voy a casa. Learning Spanish has been very valuable to me. I look forward to learning more Spanish and I hope the school board votes to continue the program so that more kids get the opportunity to, to participate. Thank you. My name is Irene Redzos. I am a mother of a third. 
and first grade students in the immersion program. I am also a teacher at John and Clayton. I have seen the immersion program blossom for the past five years in my school. Children of many ethnic and cultural backgrounds are walking the halls and conversing. It is an amazing sight to see. Our world continues to become smaller and smaller, and it is our responsibility to provide the opportunities for children to have the resources to communicate with people from many nations. Our district should be proud of the fact that we are providing the enriching program for children, and it is our responsibility to keep the program going. The responsibility, I'm sorry. The immersion teachers have also introduced the culture to the staff and the children of our community, and it is very refreshing to learn about other cultures and traditions on a day-to-day -day basis. My two sons are fortunate to be trilingual. They spoke Greek and English. And they are... They were introduced to both English and Greek in our home. Once this program was implemented at John M. Clayton, I knew it would be such a great experience and beneficial for their future endeavors. They have picked up the language so quickly. It is amazing to hear them speak to one another and their peers in Spanish. In addition, it is very special to see them be so culturally aware and respectful at such a young age. My boys take great pride in the fact that they are in this program and enjoy their educational experience. They continue to grow and thrive each and every day. We are a nation of diversity. Providing our children with the opportunity to learn another language and culture is our responsibility. I hope that you can understand why I feel so passionate about the program. The Immersion Program is a wonderful program to enrich and enlighten the minds of all of our children. Thank you for your time. everybody my name is Deborah Williams and I am in, I am in third grade and I attend East Millsboro Elementary I'm going to be reading the Spanish version first and then I'm going to translate it in English aprender una lengua extranjera es una buena cosa porque te hace inteligente y se puede viajar a otros lugares y puedes tener más trabajos no debería eliminar el programa de español porque es un reto para nosotros que nos ayudaba a llegar más lejos de lo que pensamos. Usted puede viajar por el mundo aprendiendo cosas nuevas porque usted será capaz de entender lo que dice la gente. 
Lo puede de aprender un nuevo idioma es que no necesita un traductor. Usted puede hacerlo usted mismo. Y es más rápido simplemente hablando con alguien en, lu en lugar conseguir un traductor para hacerlo para usted. Lo mejor es hacer amigos, hablar con ellos y realmente ser capaz de entender lo que han dicho. Podría ir a España y encontrar un trabajo con cocinero, panadero, artista. Usted podría ir a la universidad en México y obtener un grado de bachelor. Usted podría vivir en un país que solo habla español y usted podría tener un trabajo impresionante, pero la única forma de hacerlo es mantener nuestro programa de español. Mis esperanzas eran aprender a español y hacer multilingüe, así que por favor piense su decisión. To learn a foreign language is a good thing because it makes you intelligent and you can travel to other places and you can have more jobs. You should not take away our program because it challenges us and aren't we supposed to be challenged? We can't only do the things that are simple because if we do, we will become bored, losing sight of our goals. With immersion, you can travel around the world learning new things because you will be able to understand what people are saying. The good thing about learning a new language is that you don't need a translator. You can do it yourself, and it's faster than simply talking to someone and then getting a translator to do it for you. The best thing is to make friends, to talk, talk to them, and really, and you really will be able to understand what they're saying. You could go to Spanish, to Spain, and find a job as a cook, baker, artist. You could go to college in Mexico and obtain a bachelor's degree. You could live in a country which only speaks Spanish, and you may have an impressive job. But the only way that would be, a be done is if we maintain our Spanish program. My hopes were to learn not only Spanish, but I wish to be multilingual, become multilingual, so please, please think about it. And, and I would like to thank the Board of Education for, giving, for allowing me to have this chance to speak for the, in, the immersion program and my classmates. Good evening, school board. It's pretty awesome, isn't it, all the support? I'm standing, by, standing before you as a parent this evening, actually of the grandchild that Sally and Tom Ford were referring to in their letter, middle school teacher, and a citizen that lives within the Indian River School District area, and would like to talk briefly about the Spanish Immersion Program. I would like to say that this program is one of the most talked about and successful programs in the district that the district currently gets to hang their hat on. The skills that the students gain from being in the program after just a single year is truly amazing. If you guys have had the opportunity to go into a classroom during a normal teaching day, I'm sure you would agree it's quite eye-opening. The momentum that this program has built over the last five years will come to a crashing stop if 
we put this program on hold for even a single year. Those oncoming kindergarten students will never have the opportunity at this age in their lives when they're most adaptable and ready to learn a second language to gain this lifelong skill. Even if the program is started back up the very next year, those 120 students that miss out, get skipped over, they'll be forever stripped of this opportunity during their elementary years in school. That is life-changing. For someone to be able to offer the skill of being bilingual in an interview to a college, or a job interview after high school or college, or potentially bring it back into the classroom as a future educator, that's priceless. Please don't take this edge away from our future students, even if we are just talking about 120 students next year. I understand the cuts will most likely have to be made by trying to find those places where you can cut things. But please try and find places to cut things without losing momentum and sacrificing the opportunity for a student to learn this skill. That's imperative. Unpopular decisions are going to have to be made. I understand that. I know you all have your hands full with decisions. No one anticipated the state budget cuts that have been proposed by the governor. I get that. I understand that anticipated cuts leave our, not only our district, but districts throughout the state in a very financially unstable position. I ask you make the decisions that doesn't rob our future students of an incredible opportunity. I mean, you see the opportunity. You hear the opportunity. It keeps our district's number one focus on maintaining the very best edu educational experiences we can offer as a district. That's why people want to come to this district. Thank you. Board of Directors and Mr. Steele, I just wanted to say thank you for listening. I sent this letter to you guys. Some of you read it and re have responded already, and I want, you to, I want you to know that we appreciate that you visited the classrooms and seen firsthand what our kids are learning. I'm going to try to do it. I'm writing in support of the Spanish Immersion Program at John M. Clayton Elementary in the Indian River School District. My family opted to send our youngest to John M. Clayton for kindergarten because of the Immersion Program. She was in a private preschool and we had the option to send her to Lord Baltimore and we chose, her, we chose to send her to Frankfurt because of this program. We've always been happy with the decision. The children in the immersion program, as, you've, as you have heard, have become family in these past five years. They've evolved as shy kindergartners with wide eyes, listening to a teacher speak a new language to them to being able to translate for school events. They even have playful competitions in the classroom in Spanish. They easily switch from English to Spanish, and the evolution since kindergarten has been amazing to watch. Over the years, every single person that I've ever told about the program has the same response. Really? In Delaware, at a public school? That's so great. The questions that some parents had at the beginning of the program, like how will we help them with their homework, and how will they understand if we don't speak Spanish at home, all faded away as the years have passed. They literally were immersed into a different language for half of the day, and they blossomed. That's what happens with children. It's just like speaking to a baby for a year or two, and one day they finally look at you and they say something, and you start to understand each other. 
I thought of all the statistics about what learning a foreign language does for your brain that I could add to this letter, but perhaps a few examples of how it has changed our life might be better. My daughter has helped her grandparents organize some Spanish phrases for a recent trip to Chile. She reads books in Spanish. She understands when people speak to her in stores and in the community. And most notably, she has cultivated a love for math, something she has always been taught in the Spanish classroom and something that is so important for young girls. Imagine that. Math doesn't have the best reputation when you learn it in English. Learning it in another language has taught her an all-important notion for life and for economics, that numbers are numbers no matter what language you're speaking. And as we all know, numbers talk. These are just a few examples of this amazing program. And please note that the program is bigger than politics or immigration. This is not about us versus them or the notion that people should just speak English. It's America. All arguments that could be used by someone not well-versed in the benefits of learning another language. This is about our children growing up in a global economy and becoming educated members of a world at large, a world that is getting smaller and more connected every day, a world where communication is key and knowledge is power. Thank you for listening and for finding a way to keep this program a reality in our public schools. And once again, thank you for, for, to those who have already responded and made an effort by visiting the classrooms. We really appreciate that. Feeding in on what Mr. Fritz said, the governor had proposed $25 million for new teachers. New teachers require local money. If we don't have any local money, we can't hire any new teachers. At the same time, he cut $22 million for existing programs. It's a real simple solution. You contact the governor and you tell him to give us our money back. We'll take care of the teachers on our own. We'll make things work the way we've made it work many times in the past but stop taking away with one hand and cynically trying to give back with the other when he knows daggone good and well we wouldn't have the money to hire him anyway. We'd like our $22 million back. And that statement, by the way, is for the entire state, not just for the Indian River School District. Please, what Mr. Fritz said, call him, complain loudly and continuously. Thank you. exceptions that's on the denim okay so moved aye, aye.
addendum excluding 29, 35, 41, 59, 74, 93, 163. Oh, good Lord. So moved. So moved. Yes. 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 Second. Yes. 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 Yes.
So moved. Aye. Abstain. Yes. 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 Second. Aye. I'll second. I'll second. Aye. Yes. Yes. Good morning, 10 minutes from now. Yeah. Don't Thanks, rush Beth. it. I want to talk here uh, for the 17 18 school year. Uh, right now, we're uh, going to say a lot of kindergartners have a total of 200 applications. Uh, 60 of those have been accepted, and 140 have been rejected. This does not include the 17 18 Spanish emergency. So we'll vote on this first, and then our next vote. So moved. Second. 
fantasy merger will have a total of 117 applications, and 117 have been accepted by those um, two principals, East Mills and Elementary, and also Johnny Clinton. So moved. Second. Um, That's my question, too. At East Millsboro, there are a total of um, two students that are out of district. One is an employee's child, and the last actually is from uh, Laurel, and that is the number 52nd student on the list. And Ms. Norman said she would take all to apply to the program. So two for East Millsboro that are out of district. The other three, where are they from? The kids that are from out of district in that group, Pep, where are they from? For East Millsboro, you have one from Seaford and one from Laurel. Parents uh, working the. Because I know we have uh, started rejecting people with childcare needs because of capacity. All right. 